everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. This may be the biggest week in all of wrestling in existence. As news, as stories, as ongoings, reveals. Behind the scenes, behind the seams, Scott. Yeah, I I mean, why wait? We're just we're wasting time here. How are you doing, by the way? Um, great, Scott. How are you doing? How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, my Thanksgiving was, was fair. It yeah. was fair. Well, I might do. Decent food. Uh, honestly, I think we made the right call last week doing our coverage of TNA <laughs> opposed to the Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody, I know you might have been chomping at the bit for some Thanksgiving Survivor Series coverage, but we gave you what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. TNA awkward action. That's right. And, um, talking with Sting... About wanting to get on WWE television. Yeah. Timely so. Very timely so. Uh, but I also want to point out, there was a kind of big interview that happened just recently, Scott, with CM Punk and Colt Cabana. You heard about this? You heard about this? Um, wait, what are their names again? Uh, Colt Cabana, CM Punk. Steve, I watch WWE television. Ah, uh, of course. And... I don't know those names because they're not on WWE television. Good day! Whoa, 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 Scott, please, don't put on that hat. Don't put on that top hat just yet, okay? Nope, Scott, Scott just hear me out. All right. Uh, maybe these are a couple of indie darlings, CM oh. Punk and Cold Cabana. Oh, I want to get into the indie scene. Yeah, you, I know you want to get take into the indie Take off this hat here and now, sit right back down. Now, a lot of big scoops, but I think a lot of people are missing the fact that CM Punk went in-depth in depth of how he shit his pants <laughs> in a match on SmackDown, which I think culminates our, like, incredible... Did you culminates? It culminates... Oh, I thought our, like Cold Cabana. Col- culminates. Cabana eats our comprehensive shit coverage of the last, like, three to four episodes. Like, we were talking about poop left and right, Mm -hmm. and then it's become a thing on podcasts now. Also, allow me to let you know how we are furthering sending out reverberations from the pebbles we're throwing into the cultural lake of professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. CM Punk talks about shitting himself on Colt Cabana's super podcast. Yes. Uh, in one of the biggest interviews of the year. Art of Wrestling. Art of Wrestling. A shit shoot. Uh, a shit shoot. Uh, a shoot, if you will. <laughs> um, and, a little known fact, guys, if anyone saw the six seconds of Alex Riley at Survivor Series, like, he didn't talk at all. He just briefly, they said, hey, how you doing? Looking forward to seeing more of the matches. At the round table, colored his hair. No longer gray silverback Alex Riley dyed his hair, I think, because of our podcast. You think, wait, you think he dyed his hair because of our podcast? Yeah, and not because he was on television, WWE was telling him to, you know, spruce it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think it's because we change things. What do we see about Alex Riley? He's gray as a ghost. (laughs) We did? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Are you picking on Alex Riley? Oh, because he's got Alex, because he's got old Alex gray hair? (laughs) Yeah. Because he's a fatty? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, don't call other people fat, you big old fatty. just because I'm feeling really big after Thanksgiving. And you got a wedding coming up. Mm-hmm. This is everybody. I do podcasts with people who get married. Yeah. While I say a, a lone piece of shit. This, is that the name of this podcast? The, this the it's it's actual it's the actual Survivor series. Scott surviving other people's marriages. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to Josh Callahan over at Sixteen Bits Podcast. Yeah. Who's now freshly married. Uh huh. Uh, ready to finally tackle Gamergate, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. And a real fatty, fat, fat, fat. After that wedding, he was and that honeymoon. It was oh, not my even. Goodness. He's really self conscious about that. Josh has been working out, but he just happened to go to Amsterdam and get... And Paris. Did what? And Patty. Ah, Patty. Yeah. No, but how do people say Amsterdam? 
That's somebody falling into a canal. Yeah, because a beaver then throws them into the dam they're making. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that means. Hamster dam. No, thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, this is more the podcast. Like, I make a joke about something, and the other person goes, What the fuck are you talking about? Scott, I'm leaving. No, no, take that hat off. I'm sorry. I'm taking my hat off to leave. Steve. Not only was that the case of uh, Colt Cabana and CM Punk talking to one another, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon talked to one another in a video podcast. How do you top the most controversial interview over the internet by putting two of the best, biggest wrestling names together and having them talk in front of your face? Yeah, in another controversial interview. Was it controversial? Sure. I'd say there's some controversy. Yeah? What, what was the controversy? Uh, well, I mean, Stone Cold at one point said, this is a yes or no question. Um, do you want to talk about CM Punk? What did Vince McMahon say? Uh, well, 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 I, 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 well, yes, 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 I do. Uh, first off, let me apologize. You know, and so there's that. You know, we'll... Whoa, whoa, Scott, let me ask you a yes or no question. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Vince McMahon talking about CM Punk? Not at this juncture, no. no okay, because I'm sensing a little bit of discomfort from you. I'm just, I don't want to talk about it right now. I mean, there's so much to talk about. And there's an arrest warrant for Heath Slater. What? All right. Now we finally get to the crux of the podcast. Mm-hmm. What is going on with our man Slate? Well, it sounds like Slater might be to the max right now. Uh, oh, Slater Max. Um, yeah, Hashtag Slater Max. Google it. <laughs> okay. Um... There is an arrest warrant. This is from the most difficult website to read on your phone, SC Scoops, or as Steve will say in a panic, SES Coops. <laughs> <You're> laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. I know. I heard you with words. I, I say it every it. time. SES Coops? SES Scoops. Um, all right. Because uh, their, their website for everybody... Guys, if you have a good wrestling website for all your news that doesn't fucking pop up with ads and then scroll it up and scroll it down every three seconds. Oh, the scroll up, scroll down gets me too. Ah, it's annoying. And then I click on like some rating story. It's like, I don't care what the ratings are for whatever show. Hey, look, content costs, Scott. Content costs. It does cost. But if you want to have a good time, go over to Bleacher Report where the news is always editorialized. That's my favorite, is no matter what news item it is, it's always written from, like, this super opinionated voice. <laughs> it's like, uh, new CM Punk t-shirt coming... Oh, that's, that's a little too timely. Let me try another one. Uh, new Luke Harper t-shirt coming out, finally, because he needs that extra push. Like, there's always this... There's there's the news item is three lines, and then there's the extra uh, couple paragraphs talking about... I'm only... I, I should point out, guys, I'm, uh... I'm I'm stalling for time because Scott's actually trying to read this article. It's really taking forever. But yeah. fucking Remy Martin of Vsop Alcohol keeps popping up. Arrest warrant issued for Heath Slater. Atlanta police have issued a warrant for WWE super. Oh, they spelled that wrong. Superstar Heath Slater. Real name Heath Miller. Hmm, interesting. I did an interview with a man. Didn't get to that. No, certainly not. So, <laughs> what's your real name? Stemming from a 2011... That's, that's, that's why I'm glad you don't start with most interviews like that. Sting, what's your real name? Uh, Steve Borden, it's common knowledge. Sting Borden? Sting Borden. Stemming from a 2011 incident at the WrestleMania 27 after party at the Hyatt Regency Hotel. Come on, statute of limitations here. What's the crime? Uh, uh, let me find out, otherwise we will do the time. According to Atlanta's Fox 5 television... 
Corinne Oliver, who was working security at the event, accuses Slater of putting her in a chokehold and attempting to get her into an elevator with the intent of dragging her back to his room. She alleges to have suffered damage to five vertebrae in her back. Oliver reported the incident to her supervisor on the morning of the incident and then waited nearly three months to file a police report. Um, wow. Holy God, that's not funny at all. <laughs> right. Why didn't Stone Cold ask Vince about this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. I don't know. <laughs> what, what, what don't you know? I don't know about this story. Isn't it weird that something like this would come out three years later? This is three years later? Well, th- this is, happened at, after WrestleMania 27. Well, uh, it took her three The mo- worst WrestleMania with Miz and John Cena. Oh, well, see, guys, <laughs> we should point out that bad WrestleManias reverberate outwards, <laughs> just like our shit conversations. But in that case, attempted sexual assaults. What? Do you think, like... The fact I mean, this is taking it to a Slater Max, to be certain. Well, it also seems... Because there's one of our uh, the Twitter followers that would l- have loved to have... Uh... I said Google it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is like running the... Uh, you posted about the Flintstones earlier, about dragging someone off. And as <laughs> in a cartoon, I guess okay. But he might have taken it to the next level. The fact that he would choke someone out to drag them into an elevator seems kind of terrifying. Do you believe it to be true? Do you think this is this is something that really happened, or is this something that got blown up way later after the fact, or was it possibly someone else entirely? Maybe there was another redheaded wrestler that she's confused with. <laughs> you mean uh, Rowan? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. It could have been Eric Rowan. No, I think honestly, I could would, have been Seamus. I wouldn't know what to believe. I think honestly, the, the the sad, shameful, scary truth of it is, is most sexual assaults don't even get reported. So the fact that it's three years later is it's either better late than never, or I don't know if it's true or not. Is how most people usually talk. About. Like the fact that you said I don't know. Those are the two most common responses: better late than never, or I don't know. It uh, that seems weird to me. It's, yeah, it seems weird. It's three years after the fact, and. I don't know, can he not wrestle in Atlanta anymore? Is Atlanta deprived of Heath Slater because he's on the lam? I w- he's obviously not on the lam. He was, at Sur- he was at Survivor Series. Oh, was that in Atlanta? No, it was in Missouri. Oh, yeah, that's not... <laughs> I don't know. I like Honestly, the fact that someone who's obviously strong and knows how to choke someone was choking someone <laughs> is probably the first thing that I'd be... Like, that would be the first thing I think I would be like... Well, he knows how to choke people really well. Does he, Steve? Because now there's it's a no choking policy. You don't see a lot of sleeper holds anymore. But granted, that doesn't mean there isn't any choker holds down in FCW, buddy. <laughs> I think that's what that's the first thing I think of. Someone who's been trained to choke people, choke someone. I would that would raise my first eyebrow. The second, it's was it uh, a woman, Corinne? Is that what you're saying? Yes. She was working security. Whenever I hear that, that's sort of like, oh well, fuck, that's scary as shit. Well. It's it's a very weird story. It popped up like right before we were recording. Well, I'm glad we did the most we could to try to make it funny and lighthearted for such a horrific thing. Hey, I hope friend of the podcast, Heath Slater, is innocent. I hope his forearms are okay. <laughs> I hope oh. she didn't bite him too bad. I, I hope he's innocent. I hope it's something weird. I, I sooner hope that this woman is lying and weird. Really? Well, opposed to something actually terrible happening to her? Yeah. Okay, I think I can understand that. Yeah, logic, you, you see what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want him to be a bad person. I don't want her to have something bad have happened to her. I'd rather just something, I don't know, like it's, 
I don't know. It's a weird situation. Well, I, no, I totally understand that. I think, well, honestly, in situ- most situations like that, like, we're in such a weird time now where so many things are coming forward. Like, Cosby has so many, like, victims that are coming forward, alleged victims. Yeah. And people, people have to say alleged before that because they don't know if it's true or not. But the overwhelming sort of group evidence is that it alleged may not always be in front of that term. Exactly. It's weird Bill Cosby stuff that after all this time, it's like, this man was in a three-man band, and now he's choking out security ladies to go uh, bring it in his room? Well, that's that argument's been made plenty of times. Like, why would this person need to rape anybody if they're so cool? <laughs> right? That's what I've never understood. <laughs> I'm not cool. <laughs> so I can't even, like, sway someone in and, like, hey... Want to get raped? Well, I uh, honestly, I don't think they ask. <laughs> I think, like, honestly, you, we've stumbled upon probably the <laughs> biggest conversation that's been going on in most uh, social circles, I think, for the last year or so. That's why we're different than everybody else. <laughs> last Guys, we're comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you all the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. Last to know, first to go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Needless to say, with all the weird shit that's going on in the WWE right now, all the stuff they have to address, that's probably another thing where they're like, can we just fucking fire Heath Slater right now for this? I'm sure there's somebody that's just, that's fuming over this because the last week and a half, two weeks. Well, honestly, so I watched some of Raw before we started recording and when Vince McMahon, uh, he's like walking, he's like plugging the podcast and stuff for Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) the Stone Cold podcast, guys, take it easy. Uh, and, like, the first thing I thought was he was going to be like, God damn CM Punk. I just wanted him to respond to that. That's all I wanted him to respond to. I was like, the only reason the majority of people listened to, like, the live one-on-one Stone Cold like uh, Vince McMahon interview was because they wanted to hear what he was going to say about Punk. I think, granted, thousands upon thousands of people were going to watch it anyway. But now there was, it felt like, ooh, there's, a, there's been a, a question and everyone now wants a response to right. something. And that's what it feels like right now. That's why it's exciting to watch wrestling again. There has been something that's happened. Now all we want is a response. And I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think we're ever going to get the response we want because Punk isn't a player anymore in that arena. He's in his own arena, which he's doing, he's doing more change out of the wrestling world than he would in it. Do you know what I mean? I do. But it doesn't mean we can't get a response. Like, I want a response. We've listened to the Art of Wrestling. Um, I'm an avid listener of the show. It's a great podcast. I don't normally plug other podcasts on here, you know, unless friends of the show. Um, but that is a great podcast. I'm sure most of you are already listening. That's the, the, that's the only other podcast that makes me laugh out loud is Art of Wrestling. Is here getting to hear a wrestler tell a good road story or yeah. a good... Pants shitting story. That's the best fucking stuff on the internet. So Cole Cabana has a show. CM Punk was on. In case you're just totally unaware of all this stuff. In case you actually do come to us for the news. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but it's a great interview. I, I'm i a big advocate of don't read the transcriptions for this or the Vince McMahon one. Don't just read a recap of it. It's hearing him. It's hearing him tell the stories. It's hearing the humor between him and his friend Colt. Um, it's hearing his desperation, hearing the sadness, hearing the hope, hearing the despair, like hearing all that in his voice, telling all this stuff. But there is somebody that he mentions throughout that 
we don't get an answer from. Yeah, and this is the person who can really shine a lot of light on this whole WWE Punk situation. And you think Punk really covered it well. I think this is where we get to take it to that next level, Scott. Because Punk extensively talks about all the injuries and not being treated for all these injuries. And mentioning the WWE doctor. And how this doctor, well, he says a lot of nasty things about him. But yeah, but this doc's been around for a while. Can he really be that bad, Scott? I don't know. And I, and I, you know what else? Punk may have said all those terrible things about him, but I hope Punk is just crazy and lying, and so this guy, this doc, hasn't done anything wrong. You know, that's what I hope. I hope it's just Punk being crazy, and this doc, I just don't want to, I just don't want to mix things up. You know, I don't want to change things up. I hope this doctor didn't rape CM Punk, and CM Punk's too afraid to talk about it until three years from now. That's, you know what? That's While a, watching a Bill Cosby special. I think male-on-male uh, -male rape is probably the hardest thing to come forward on. And the funniest. <laughs> And that's it. Do we do our introduction again? <laughs> the WWE doctor. I want answers from this doctor. I want him to own up and respond to what CM Punk talked about on the You are fired up, Scott. Do you have, a, do you have some allegations you're ready to hit this guy with? Of course I am. All right, let's bring him in. Yeah, he's here. We got we, we notified him. Nobody else got him. Stone Cold didn't get him. Cole Cabana didn't get him. We have him. The WWE doctor. Torch didn't get him. Uh, that was the intro for him to come Lord, into the room. Lord what the, the pain fuck? Didn't get him. <laughs> no. Declaration of Independence. Didn't no. Get him. Se scoops and no. all their ads didn't get no. him. No. Uh. Uh. Nope. This would have been the time for him to come into this room. Where is he? You. I. You would know better than I would. Here I am. I am the WWE doctor. Oh right. Uh, uh, please no. Don't. No need to get up. Just. Uh, I'm gonna shake your hand. Oh, it's quite all right. I just stay as comfortable as you need to be. Uh, all right, well, I'm comfortable in the chair. Are you comfortable in the chair? Oh, yes, thank you. It's very comfortable. All right. <clears throat> oh, you have a bit of a cough. Everything okay? Do you, I was just you want a Z-Pack? No, I don't you want You want a Z-Pack? I was just clearing my throat. We've got I... antibiotics. You want some? I've been yeah, I about... got some. Here, let me just uh, get through here. Uh, uh, is I... that chiclet? <laughs> can I ask you about That's the... in case your breath smells. Uh, well, can I ask you about the antibiotics? Uh, because you kept giving CM Punk antibiotics, um... In lieu of actually treating the man, it seemed. No, oh, yeah. I, look, I <laughs> heard I might have been mentioned in a podcast interview. You were, yes. I don't listen to podcasts. I'm really busy helping people. You know what I'm saying? I, well, hmm. Yeah, so. That's questionable. I've got about 40 guys I need to watch out for on the road, making sure they don't get colds or skin their knees or bump their elbows or <laughs> cut their foreheads. You know, I just want to make sure everybody's all right. So I got a nice pack. Uh, Z-Packs and, <laughs> nice pack and, a, and a big old box of ice full of <laughs> Z-Packs. <laughs> Is everything that you're using the tree? Okay. Look, Have you ever had a cold, sir? Scott Narver, Steve Sears, Curtain Jerks. Have you ever had a cold? I have had a cold, yes. Well, what better way to blast that cold with a big old boost of amoxicillin delivered in a Z-Pack full of vitamins? All right. Well, okay. In that instance, yes, that makes sense. But what if... Okay, what hey, if... Hey, have you ever shit your pants? Uh, yeah. Recently? Not, not, like, full, but, like, a, a shart. Oh, okay. I've sharted. Well, that's strange. I... It, that's the fart, and you think you're in the clear, but then, no, a little shit came out. Oh, yeah, I understand that. But it was at home, so I was good. Like, I was, I was all right. I was at a home base. Well, what kind of, uh, what kind of antibiotics were you taking for that? <laughs> I wasn't taking any Well, that's a problem right there. How are you supposed to treat those tiny little poops? 
to go into the bathroom and then wash out your underwear and then uh ah uh, you're an underwear washer that's your problem right there you're supposed to throw your underwear away no your no, underwear you, away you can clean it it's fine why clean it it's been tainted with that which is evil <laughs> it's just poop and only a little bit like it's just a it's a it's a tiny bit of poop. look sir i'm a doctor i can tell you that poop is the most evil thing inside our bodies all it's trying to do is escape I'm facilitating that. <laughs> yeah, you you made CM Punk shit his pants. Thank you. Finally, my moment in the sun, my WrestleMania moment. <laughs> Wait, why are you proud about this? I'm a doctor, and I'm trying to make people survive in and out of the wrestling ring with as minimal wrestling information as I have available to me. Look, if someone poops themselves, at least I can tell them to go throw their underwear away, and they can have a good day. That doesn't make any sense, though. The, okay, what about in the case of CM Punk talked about he had this, he had this, uh, this, this form on on his back, like what is some a, sort of growth? I remember this. Sort of yeah, growth. he yeah, showed me was, this growth on his back over and over again. And it, then it grew bigger and it changed color, mm -hmm. and it ended up being a staph infection. I was pretty sure it was a fatty deposit. I think that was a fatty deposit. And that's what you thought, and you wouldn't treat it. You didn't cut it out and remove it, which is, uh, I guess, it's. Widely known. Excuse me. <clears throat> oh, are you okay? It seemed like you were about to vomit in your mouth there for a second. No, I was again. I was just clearing my throat. Okay, just want to make sure you're all right. I'm here to serve. I want to make sure people are okay. All right. Well, just look. When you're ready to take me up on my treatment, you just let me know. Well, okay. What if I were to skin my knee? What would you do then? Oh, have you skinned your knee? Do you need me to? Uh... Uh, I'll skin it right now. Okay. Oh, no, 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 Oh, gosh. God, look at this skin knee. All right, hold on. Uh, let's see. I've got some bandages, but before uh -huh. I put those on, I just want to make sure. Do you want a Z-Pack? No, I don't want a Z-Pack. No, I think you should sooner clean, your, clean off the wound and then bandage it up. You know, I could clean off that wound for you, or uh huh. you could just leave it alone and see what happens. No, uh, what do you I, think no that, that sounds like a bad I idea. I can call corporate. You want me to call corporate? I mean, what do you want me to do? I can call corporate. No, I think you should sooner just take care of my knee. Okay, I can see that you have a skinned knee. Now, what do you want me to do? I want you to treat it. Okay, treat your knee. I understand that. You have a skinned knee. Yeah, I have a skinned knee. Do you want a Z-Pack? No, I don't want to fucking... I don't want to shit my pants. Okay, all right. Well, are you sure you don't want to shit your pants? That's how your body's telling you everything's getting better. No, it's not. It's saying, no, get this out of me. No, it's Get not. this out of no, me. You... That's what your knee's doing. It's getting all that dirty blood out of you. No. Okay, how about this? How about if I suffer an, a real injury here, all right? What I have here, I have a ball-peen hammer. No, okay, all okay. right, look. I'm a medical professional. I can tell you nothing good is going to happen for you use that ball-peen hammer. I am going to squash one of my testicles with this ball-peen hammer. All right, I'm going to re remove one of my testicles right now. All right, uh, wow, you are, You didn't even have to stand up. You just pulled your scrotum out of your jeans and you have it on the table. That's right, I did. Granted, I should point out your balls are no more bigger than the average man's balls, but your scrotum is extremely long. I'd like to... Thank you for saying that, considering you work with a lot of wrestlers, which you consider the average man, so I think I take that as a compliment. Well, based on that fact, if we're going to be talking about wrestlers' genital wrestlers genitalia, <laughs> then you could say that the wrestlatalia is, it does bump up the, it bumps the curve a little bit, if you will. Okay. These are superhumans. All right, well, I'm going So I should say, sir, you have nothing to be ashamed of, of your average size balls, but your extremely unaverage long scrotum. <laughs> I am going to hit one of my testicles. Ah, uh, now I remember hammer. what's going on. I should prevent you from doing this. You should, or I'm curious to see what your treatment will be if I hit myself 
All right, I can see you're going to do a full swing from a completely 190 degrees above your head. Can you just give me maybe a 30 degree strength? Yeah, no. Let's not do a. We don't need to do the old carnival hammer slam. Maybe you just do a little bit of a uh, few inches above the testicles and just drop the ball peen hammer. All right, just that's that fair. Yeah. I will do that. No uh, la lasting damage, but enough to bruise the testicles. All right, here we go. I'm going to bruise my testicle. I should probably warn you, it'll probably take a moment after the initial impact, and then you'll feel it in your abdomen. All right. See, it's okay, right? Where? When is it coming in? Does it, can you feel it in your abs now? Uh, there it is. It's already turning purple and swollen. Usually, it's purple and swollen. It's a little bit quicker than that, but it had to travel up that really long, droopy scrotum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, treat me. Okay, so I see that you have hit your testes with a ball peen hammer. Yes. Uh, All right. Do you want a Z pack? No, I don't want a Z pack. I want you to treat my testicles. Okay. Okay. Uh, would you like some ice? Uh, okay. Yes. WWE doctor, I'd like some ice for my bruised testicle. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I could call corporate, because they have ice <laughs> in Connecticut, at Titan Towers. Uh, I could get that kind of ice, or I could get ice from concessions. What kind of concessions do you have in this arena? Which arena are we in? We're not in an arena, we're in the Comedy Podcast Network headquarters. Oh, see, I'm very good at adapting. Every one of my medical offices is in a locker room. So, uh, uh why are you staring at me? You're staring at me. I want you to treat my, you're a fucking okay, okay, doctor. Okay, okay, if you want to yell at me, fine. You're hugging my testicles. What else do you want me to do? I want you to, I want you to use some, uh, medicine, something. This isn't, you're just needing them. Ah, the one is swollen, it hurts. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I would overstep my mouth. gloves. I thought what, are you I a fucking moron? Sorry. Oh, God, what are you, stupid? I had tater tots for lunch. Purpose? I had tater tots for lunch. Why would you wear gloves or tater tots? No, <laughs> I took them off after I was done. I didn't want to get greasy fingers. Oh, you're not treating me at all. All right, look, Scott Harbour, right where's your co-host, Steve Sears? I think, I think I've helped you out. I think he I? went to go get medical attention. Okay, look, I just want to point out I'm not as bad as, uh, as Philip Brooks has made me out to be. I'm not a monster. I'm here to help people. Uh, you oh, are it's a monster. Swelling. You are a monster. You're not doing anything now. Do you want me out. to cut that out? Do you want me to cut that little no, lump out? No, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Don't no. worry. I've got a little fold-out scalpel right here. Get away from me. Okay. Get away from All me. All right, I'm corking it. I'm recorking it. Oh, uh, you're terrible. You're awful. You should get out of here immediately. Okay, you want a Z-Pack before I go? Get the fuck out of here. Shoot. Shoot. Get, shoot. get uh, out of here. Uh, Scott, uh, I was looking all over it. I thought maybe to prevent the infection for your testes, you could do a little Z-Pack or something. I'm just playing. Here's some ice. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, that ice feels better. Sorry, man. No, no, no. I, I had to prove a point. Because uh, people might not believe CM Punk just by hearing all that. I had are to you a, a CM Punk believer now? I... I was before. That's the sad part. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why would you have to prove that to yourself? I think I, I think I also did that for the sake of like what I said about Heath Slater and the no more about the woman. I had to punish myself for saying something stupid. Oh, that's not stupid. I think you. Why punish yourself? I think you you had a point in that you wanted to express. I I want every, I want everybody to be nice and safe. I want everything to go well all the time. I just want things to turn into a shit show on television in front of the camera. Well, I want people to fumble their lines and fall on their face. I don't want people getting sexually assaulted and fired at their wedding and shit like that. Like that's terrible. I don't want terrible things in people's lives. I want them to fuck up for my entertainment where I can see it. I want to see some 
somebody get hit in the balls with a ball-peen hammer so I don't get hit in the balls with a ball-peen hammer. Exactly. I want Kane and Shane McMahon to feud, and then when Kane takes out the car battery to shock Shane McMahon's testicles, that somebody gets a real fucking car battery, juices that thing up, and then as a rib, Shane McMahon actually gets his testicles fried while everybody's going like, Wow, Shane's really acting really good. And there's smoke coming off of his balls. You know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of Dead Rising, where one of the weapons should be you have a battery pack, a car battery in your fanny pack, and you've got it charged up a metal chair, (laughs) and you hit zombies with it. That'd be fucking rad. Ugh, that's a great fucking game. Dead Rising 3. Mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, Shane McMahon's balls, also very good. What did Vince McMahon say about Shane in the interview? That was great. Uh, okay, this is what I was saying. I read about it, but I read about it, but I want to hear you tell me about it because okay. you can express emotion. Okay, well, yes, this is this is what I was saying. That listeners go enjoy the Art of Wrestling podcast with CM Punk. Like, just just love it. It's your CM Punk fix, as Steve was putting it. It's yeah, like, it's you haven't like I I told I told Scott you see CM Punk on TV. For seven minutes back in the day, and I'd be like, "Yeah, CM Punk," and then he'd be gone. I'd be like, "When's he coming back?" <laughs> and then two hours—that's a two-hour podcast with Punk. And I'm like, "Yeah, CM Punk," and then it ends, and I'm like, "When's he coming back?" <laughs> and it's great. It's so great to hear him, and it's so great to hear him unfiltered. Yeah. And then with Stone Cold and Vince, Stone Cold asks a lot of straightforward questions, and one of the things was, "Where's Shane?" He just said, where's Shane? Yeah, he just wanted to make sure that Shane wasn't dead somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And Vince gave a very uh, corporate, uh, kind of cold answer. Not even as a caring father. No. Um, he, It was, uh, you know, Shane's working on a lot of other projects right now. Shane's got a, uh, doing a lot of other things. And, um, you know, I hope everything's going well for him. And he's like, why didn't he stick around? Like, Stone Cold's good at doing all the follow-ups. Like, why didn't he stick yeah, around? He What's get, going on? Like, get through the corporate doublespeak to get to, like, okay, now tell me what you really think. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just Shane was doing other stuff and kind of alluding to, um, you know, he just wasn't happy with what was going on. And it's really hard to be a father and a businessman mm-hmm. with the family business. And so you can't do it all. And this was just what was going to work out best for everybody involved. Now, when you, like, did you get the feeling that it was that, did Vince pick? Do you think he picked Stephanie McMahon over Shane? It seemed like it was always lined up for Shane. That's what I thought. It always seemed like that. And, like, did Shane walk away? Or, because Shane is who I want to see in the, like, I want to know that he's pulling the strings. It's not, uh, I don't know what it is. Like, Stephanie and Triple H, like, when when we watch now, like, we've got to see some really cool things lately and Mm -hmm. before. And I love seeing Triple H wrestle, even though I probably know how it's going to end. <laughs> yeah. I still like it. It's what I'm used to. But Shane was always so unpredictable. He bought WCW, Scott! <laughs> well, I want to know, because it's pretty clear, um, anytime without a Art of Wrestling interview, who Triple H doesn't like. Yeah. It's pretty fucking obvious. You're Rob Van Dam's, like, Sabu, the ECW guys, like... All those stories are seeing him at the Hall of Fame when he fucking rolls his eyes at whoever mm-hmm. and doesn't like a crop of guys. Um, I want to know who Shane didn't like. Yeah, that's what's so weird to me. It's like, uh, I, I want to describe it. It's like going to a punk rock show and like getting to talk to like the, uh, the, the lead singer of a band and be like, oh man, what kind of music do you listen to? And he's like... Oh, well, you know, some really weird stuff. It's like, tell me what weird stuff, because I have no idea. Like, 
don't tell me that you hate the Backstreet Boys, because I know that. <laughs> tell me what kind of weird shit that you like or that you don't like. It's like, honestly, man, I hate Prince. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about this. Think about boiling this down with Triple H and with CM Punk. Here are two guys that are music nuts. Uh, like in the metal and weird indie stuff, so they're not too far off, seemingly. Well, they're one... both wrestling fanatics, but again, like they're all in the same web of things, but their likes are different. It's they're like favorites. different different breeds. Like I was thinking about that when I was listening to the interview. I was like, Motorhead fucking rocks, no matter where you are in the music spectrum. Mm-hmm. Triple H obviously likes Motorhead. I think Punk would like Motorhead. I'm, you know what? Honestly, I just I, I want to stop myself mid sentence. Because it sounds like we're trying to, like, we both have little brothers and we're trying to get them to hang out with each other. Hey, come on! You like birthday cake and he likes birthday cake. Why can't you guys I prefer it out of mode! Yeah, like, they both like wrestling. You can't make two people friends if they're not going to be friends. No, but they're so close. But they're different because one's a bodybuilder. The other guy's, like, uh, you know, just... Loves works, wrestling. Works his body to the point where it... It's functional. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a bodybuilder, but he gets it agile and he gets it in shape and, and uh, ready to go long distances. But, yeah, they're so fucking close, but clearly opposites. I, but that's what it's makes like it It's like high so... fidelity. If there was one more employee in there yeah. and, like, Jack Black and that guy just fucking hate it, each other. Well, I think one aspect of it was in the interview, CM Punk says, like, like honestly, I don't need to wrestle you, Triple H. You should have, like, like you shouldn't have come in and squashed my momentum three years ago. And that makes a lot of sense to me because even though they're the same breed, they're in the same world, they are two different guys. And I think one of the... I was watching... So, CM Punk talks about shitting his pants on SmackDown. I immediately went and watched that match. Uh-huh. It was fucking incredible. We'll post it on our Facebook and tweet it out in case you guys haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I remember watch. I remember watching that SmackDown. Like I remember like the really? match. It was back when uh, yeah when Punk looked sick all the time. And before I was just like yeah he just looks super wasted because he's working so hard. <laughs> and now you was, watched a SmackDown? I thought so because I remember watching the match. It was him and Ambrose one on one. All right. And so even knowing you watched nothing and you watched that SmackDown, I felt really lucky. <laughs> and so even though it, uh, Punk looks wasted. And, like, just exhausted, and he shit his pants. It was still, like, the coolest thing to watch Ambrose and Punk wrestle each other. And it was, like, I was reminded, Ziggler's kind of like this also. Him and Punk, they're like John McClane and Die Hard. You take a fucking beating, but you still kick ass. Mm-hmm. And then Triple H is always sort of in this weird sort of Arnold sort of Schwarzenegger, Terminator, uh, Steven Seagal sort of place where it's, like, kick ass, kick ass, kick ass. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, my turn, my turn, my turn. Bullet grazing shoulder. Yeah, but but doesn't stop, you know? Right. And that's sort of what it is. They're two different kind of action movies. Uh, we make movies. <laughs> like, that sort of aspect. is It's true, but you don't want to see a movie with Steven Seagal and John McClane in it. Do you know what? I notice I'm never saying any Steven Seagal's... Uh, Casey <laughs> Ryback, sorry. <laughs> like, they just don't go together. There's just... It's a di- they're different I was going to say, you cream. never say Bruce Willis. I never say Bruce Willis because there's only John McClane. <laughs> Can you name another action movie with uh, John McClane you really liked? With John McClane? I'm sorry, Bruce Willis. Uh, Death Becomes Her. It's not an action movie. <laughs> I remember watching that and thinking, like, he's got a mustache and he doesn't shoot any guns and he's getting older. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I don't like Last Man Standing. Um, I think Fifth Element Striking Distance I liked, but they weren't. They didn't feel like action movies to me. Fifth, fifth Element's more sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's action too, but it's, it's so heavily sci-fi. Uh, Looper, like for the five minutes in Looper, 
Oh, Bruce Willis shoots some guns in Looper for a little bit. Really? Do I not like it? Oh, no. Uh, Last Boy Scout. Oh. Oof. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Perfection. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Last Boy Scout is top-notch. That's right. Mm. That's a good one, because he kicks ass in that. He fucking dances a jig. He's got the gun and the puppets. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It's a lot of swears. Lots a, lot of of cl- swear. a lot of clever, like, uh, early 90s swears. Yeah, it was, like, a lot of, like, back in the 90s. Fuck a doodle-doo, man! <laughs> yeah, just real. In the 90s, when it was just Shakespearean when it came to swearing. <laughs> yeah, like, they, some movies, like, we're really cracking the code on this one. Yeah, I think we're really establishing a new cultural lexicon. Yeah, you some kind of shit farmer raising up fuck pickles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, that's why Triple H and, uh... Fuck <laughs> can't be friends. Uh, but yeah, so if if Shane was taking over, it'd be totally different because he always liked the different guys. Like I remember Steve Blackman, uh, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Big mm-hmm. Show. Like those were all guys that clearly he was doing stuff and working with, and it was they were being heavily featured. Like it seemed like the machine liked who they liked, and then Shane was picking his. Uh, his underdog, like, no, 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 these guys are cool. These well, guys. so that's, now, I think this is on almost every industry. It's definitely true in making movies, being an actor, or being a writer, or being a director. Once you have someone's passion in you, like someone who's excited and wants to, like, I like Scott. I want to, like, this Scott guy, I support him. I'm Hey, have you heard about Scott? Somebody who's excited about you will tell other people. So when people say, when Vince says that a superstar, Cesaro just doesn't have it yet. It. It is the imagination of creative. Like, that means people pulling for you. Like, I got a really great idea for this guy, you know? They may get their marching orders, but when you have the son of the company sort of in your ear saying, uh, I've got some really great ideas. I think these guys have got it. When you have someone, you've captured someone's imagination, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's backstage or whatever. And honestly, we see it when, you know, people go crazy for Daniel Bryan or people go crazy for Damien Sandow. That's it. But it may not be the it of uh, backstage. People are like, oh, they seem really popular. They may yeah. not be into it, but the audience is. The crowd is. So what the crowd wants and s- capturing someone's imagination in a business standpoint or a marketing standpoint or the creative writing standpoint may not be there. I mean, it's not the same thing. And I always wonder if it's the same, if they're on the same page, Triple H and Vince McMahon, if they're on the same page of, like, I think this guy's it. No, I think this guy's it. But... In that case, I think the argument that the general internet would make is, I think I'm it, you know, several years ago, Triple H would be volleying for himself. Right? Uh, yeah. But uh, when you have, that's the one case when having that many cooks in the kitchen is a good thing, because what if everybody had different opinions? You might have that many different people being championed. Like, not just being championed, but, you know, being pushed. Mm -hmm. That's what I assume. Like, you'd like to say that the writing staff is this amazing sort of uh, gauge of audience reaction and knows how to tell these incredibly intricate storylines that Mm -hmm. pushes all these different people across the board and having people in the wings knowing, we've got something for them later on. There's gonna be a bunny. Yeah, but I think a lot of that CM Punk interview sort of blew that out of the water. It's like, yeah, they write week by week. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's a scary place to do it, but honestly, that's what Breaking Bad did for a really long time. They were writing... Two episodes ahead, maybe. They'd write themselves into a corner, and then they'd have six to nine people trying to figure out how to fix it. And so that's a fluke, because everybody loves Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, what a dangerous way to write any sort of story. I guess you're right. We're out!
right, hold on. It's time to say hello. Oh, it's Triple H. You're shoving over all of our boxes. Yeah, I should get these out of the way. Oh, it's got stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, they all do. Not that one was That's empty. That's why you have boxes. I couldn't help but hear you guys talking about creative or story. I think you guys were talking about story and creative. Right? Uh, Triple H, you don't mind me saying, uh, I hope you have something to say. I don't understand. Uh, recently, uh, uh, CM Punk was on Cole Cabana's podcast, Art of Wrestling, and it was often brought up examples of you and you didn't have anything to say. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, I, you know, a lot of people might have say on the internet, I don't know, I don't read it. You know, don't I, read the internet? Don't read the internet. Uh, <laughs> that I might be pretty pissed about the old CM Punk Colt Cabana interview. But honestly, I don't know who those people are. <laughs> you yeah, you do. No, I don't know who those people are. Yes, you do. No, I don't think I do. Okay, CM Punk. You don't know who CM Punk is? Uh, who? He's... What does that say for? Cookie Monster uh, penis under nuclear couch? <laughs> They're not all. <laughs> They're not all. Uh, no letters. idea. I would, certainly wouldn't push a character with a name like that. Cookie Monster penis under nuclear couch doesn't make any sense to me. I think you have a guy who doesn't make a lot of sense, so... Uh, why Why are you taking all the letters and assuming they all mean something when I said... Cookie C monster penis underneath nuclear couch. Yeah, I've said CM and then I've said a word after that. I said punk. Yeah, it's an acronym. It's not, I assure you. Well, well, look, I assure you, Scott, just because the authority isn't in power on television doesn't mean I still don't work at WWE. Oh, all right, hold on. That I still work at... I still work at WWE. Do you remember... Everyone that you've beaten in wrestling? I've beaten everybody in wrestling. You've beat CM Punk before. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, which, where, where, where did I beat him? Night of Champions. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. The skinny fat ass guy. <laughs> yes, skinny fat ass. That's yeah, right. skinny fat. What does that mean, skinny fat ass? Oh, it's just a way to make people really feel bad about their bodies. That even though they may be in shape, they're not fucking toned. Could you take a moment and... To uh, take my shirt off? <laughs> well, alright. Uh, it's very impressive. Uh, our own Steve Sears after Thanksgiving. Would you say he's a skinny fat ass? Oh, please, 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 no, please, no. Uh, he looks a little flabbier on the edges. Oh, it's just a way These pants are really height, alright? I can't help it if the muffin just sort of comes at the top, alright? Well, what would you classify him if he's not a skinny fat ass? What would you call him? Uh, besides undeniably sexy? <laughs> just kidding. Suck it! That's sexual assault, and that's not funny. Uh, Scott may have a point there. I'm not sure how it works. <laughs> All right, guys. It looks like you guys have gotten a little too serious on the podcast today. What, what, what you have some real questions for? What me? would you classify Steve Sears as? Oh, uh, I don't know. Cruiserweight. <laughs> All right, then you're avoiding the question. All right, CM Punk has not been slanderous towards you. He's been stating what he claims uh, to be his story, and a lot of times it seems like you guys just didn't get along. Look, if I had listened to this podcast, not saying I did, but if I did... It sounds like you did and you didn't care for it. I just want to point out that usually a magician doesn't reveal the tricks of the trade. Uh -huh. So if you're pulling back the curtain to show all the gears turning and the mice running the wheels of the mechanical man that's terrorizing the town, then maybe you're pointing out that you're bitter. Yeah. Even if you're saying what your side of the story is with some pretty valid points about health concerns, finances, and the general well-being of not only the wrestling industry, but everybody involved in it, especially the boys, the guys wrestling. 
Well, yeah, he, he said he was bitter, and he, he owned up to that because, yeah, it didn't work out well for him. Yeah, how did that work out for him? <laughs> it didn't work out for him. Well, yeah. I guess he's happy now. And I bet he's not happy. I bet he's not happy at all. Just like, you know, if you think about that, hey, think about it. He's wanted to wrestle his entire life, and he came up from the Indies, and then he never got to main event WrestleMania. So think about that, huh? <laughs> think about that, how he never got to really get his WrestleMania dream. He may have stole the show facing the Undertaker, but come on, he didn't really get He's never going to be main event WrestleMania. I'm never going to let him main event WrestleMania. He's never going to main event Anything you don't know around is never going to main event WrestleMania. Unless he's facing me, and I'm going to win. Wow, that's that. I mean, that was that was petty. That was well, really you petty, petty of you. I'm putting my shirt back on. You can put your shirt back on. You can He's look. a dead man. He's if he ever tries to step in a WWE building ever again, even a building that has WWE programming, or even a building where a kid is wearing a little WWE shirt. Oh no! And if I know, then I'm gonna send our lawyers after him because that's how we do everything. I thought you were gonna fight him. Oh, fight him. Fight him. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. But no. <laughs> you're you're sitting in your chair with your arms crossed and you're putting out a pouty lip. You're really upset right now. I'm going to call my wife. Oh, there's no reason to call your I'm wife. I'm going to call my wife and ask for a ride. <laughs> a ride? Yeah, think about it. I need a ride. Okay. Yeah, I want to leave. I'm going to call my wife and get a ride. You're re- Look, let's work through this. Let's get you so you're not so upset anymore. Can I have a bottle of water, please? <laughs> Only if you drink it. <laughs> Fine. You have to drink it. No spitting. Okay. There's a lot of high-tech electronics around here. All right. Okay. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. You're not even drinking it. Oh, come on. It's radio. <laughs> yeah, but you're just saying go, 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 because, oh, now you're putting it in your body. Okay, good. Nice. Thank, thank you. Down. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm calming down. All right. There's some... Look, this is just a run-in. I wasn't supposed to talk this long. You're making me really angry. And I think you know when I get really angry. Where's Sean? I miss Sean. <laughs> you miss Sean? Yeah, I miss Sean a lot. I miss Sean and his googly eye and his little straw cowboy hat. <laughs> I miss Sean. Uh, look, Sean's probably... Where's Chris around. Benoit? What? <laughs> I want to talk to Chris Benoit. Uh, do you... you get Chris Benoit on the line. Are you blacking out as to what's happened in the past <laughs> ten years? <laughs> Where's Gorilla Monsoon? What? Where's Gorilla and somebody... Okay, Somebody give me grass This brings up a point. Have you had some unchecked concussions that have happened? No. Who needs a union? I don't need a union. I don't take bumps. <laughs> well, you did. When? <laughs> Previously. Previously when? In your wrestling career. Please. <laughs> Look, have you ever shit your pants? Yeah, I sh- shit my pants all the time. I shit my pants a thousand times more than CM Punk ever will. I'm shitting my pants right now. Why are you yeah, you know, I'm gonna shit my pants right now. You know who taught Randy Orton to shit in bags? Me. I did. Randy Orton. You're being proud about the most... I'm Randy Orton's dad. What? Cowboy Triple H. You are not. You're just being a pouty little bitch That's right not now. true. I'm so much better than CM Punk. He wants to go on a podcast and give a big interview. I can say a lot of stuff about the company. You want to know? Yeah. You want to know? Yeah. Shane's dead. <laughs> what? Shane's dead? Yeah, I killed him with a sledgehammer. Why? Because I didn't like him. <laughs> Why did you like Shane? Because his sister's hot. <laughs> you... She could have gone out with her maid. All right, 
they didn't kill him. He's oh. working in China. Okay. Fine. How's China? She's okay. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Why? What's going on with her? She just seems like she's got emotional problems. I don't know. Are you going to embrace her again and maybe welcome her back to the WWE? No. Give her some closure on her career? No. Why? Because. Because why? Because we never had closure in a relationship. Why don't you get some closure? I don't want closure. Is it weird because Xbox had sex with her on videotape? That's not weird. It's not weird? Not for Xbox. Okay. But how about for you? <laughs> Whatever. Well, I'm trying to work get you to work through this emotionally. Look, CM Punk went on that podcast and just talked for a long time. You're asking me a bunch of questions. I am. Yeah, I'm, it's because I'm good at podcasts. Oh, are you? This is just supposed to be a run-in. I didn't have to stay here, you know. I could get a ride. I'm going to get a ride. From Xbox? I'm calling Xbox. <laughs> why? Why? Because it's not weird. Scotty? Scotty, pick me up. Scotty? That's me. What? <laughs> His name is Sean Waltman. Is your phone ringing? Why didn't you pick up your phone? Because you're talking to me. Oh, fine. His name's Sean Waltman. No, I know. <laughs> Do you? I'm trying to call Scott Hall. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Look, I just want to make sure that everything's okay with you emotionally and that everything works out. Do I look okay? No. Do I look okay? My hair fell out. Uh, I thought you cut it. What? I thought you cut it. I'm having a tough day. Look, CM Punk is working through things emotionally with his friend Cole Cabana. I thought maybe you could work through things emotionally here on Curtain Jerks. Nobody's in the click anymore. Nobody's in the cook anymore? Nobody's in the click anymore. Nobody's in the click anymore. Yeah. Why? What happened? Everybody went to different companies. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, everybody's getting into the Hall of Fame, and so everybody's... Yeah, who do you think set that up? Uh, Shane? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry that it didn't work out. Kevin Nash is in Florida. Yeah? We never get to hang out anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. You work all the time, though. Yeah, you think I get to work all the time. It's because I do. Maybe you should write him into your your, uh, cabinet, your authority. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he could face CM Punk. Or maybe I'm going to have to do it. (laughs) Well, look, you just seem like you're really pouty and really upset, and you're not going to be able to work through this anytime soon. Thank you. You're for having me. You're welcome. Sounds like you're wrapping it up. I, I was, because you're just going to be bitter and pouty. Who are you going to talk to next? Uh, Well, it'd be great if we could talk to Vince McMahon. Yeah, you want me to put him on the line? I don't think we have the capable... Uh... You're right, because I'm here in person. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, it's, and, you know, it, don't worry about it. Can I have some of your gingerbread cookie? You can. Thank you. You're welcome. It's time for Jerk Tweets. Go to Twitter.com, follow us at Curtain Jerks, and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. That could be anything. It could be about this podcast. It could be about other podcasts. It could be about whatever you want. We'll ask questions about anything if you give us answers. That's right. Also, speaking of answers, don't forget to go buy your local coffee bean to get yourself a delicious gingerbread cookie. Oh, so good. At Big Boss Fan says... That's a a great Twitter handle. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, It is. I have enjoyed it as well. But man, it didn't hit me that hard. (laughs) Big Boss Fan Steve Sears (laughs) fucking loves you. There's a history of wrestlers with jobs garbage man, tax man, etc. Which job hasn't been represented by a wrestler, and which wrestler would you fill that role with? This is a good one. That is pretty good. I thought about this one extensively. Yeah, what are you thinking? Stenographer. Ooh, court stenographer or just general, like, stenographer in rooms? General stenographer in rooms. Someone's keeping track of everything that's going down. Janet, could you read back what what Scott just said? Uh, Somebody's keeping track of everything that's going down. Hushed look. Can I be honest, Steve? I don't like Janet. 
careful. She may hear you. I, she very. She should record this. I don't like Janet because she's not in the world of wrestling, and I only like hiring people here that are in the world of wrestling. Well, maybe. And there is no history of any Janet in, anywhere in wrestling. All right, fine, fair enough. <laughs> maybe she'll never be mentioned again. Janet, please strike that from the record. Janet, um, you're fired. <laughs> Could you read that back, Janet? <laughs> Janet, you're fired. Janet, I'm not going to be able to make your wedding later today. <laughs> oh, she just left. Yeah. Well, hey, sometimes rough. Well, honestly, I don't think Janet could cut it in the wrestling world. But which wrestler would be that sonographer? Is that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think I would have to go with Santino. Really? Because as he's typing, I think I imagine him saying the words and mispronouncing them. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um... Uh... Yeah, Santino would be pretty good at that. I, I'm trying to think of somebody that would be able to keep track of everything. Someone that would be able to just really keep a finger on the pulse of it all. And, um, you know, I, I can't remember what his new, his new name is. Uh, oh, Finn, Finn Balor. What? Prince Devitt. Oh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Why do they name people after... They, it's like they take people from Final Fantasy games and then rename them with other Final Fantasy names. They want people to not be able to spell names correctly on a sign. Yeah, it's Finn Balor, two N's, one Y, P-H. No, B-A-I-L-O-R, I believe. Like for hey? What? I don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. I think he would be a good stenographer. Okay. I, I'm so fucking lost. Prince Devitt, the stenographer. Okay. Uh, what about a badass biker? Is that a career? Is there any wrestlers that have done that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just a really mean, tough guy. Undertaker. What about somebody who, like, wears t-shirts but no pants? Are there any wrestlers that do that? Yeah, that's Randy Orton. That's almost every wrestler, right? Oh, zing. Bazam. What about some sort of snake handler? Somebody who comes to the ring with their, like, their snake from the zoo that they keep in a bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's everybody that touches their dick in the ring. Uh, can you think of another job? Another? Uh, I thought profession? I just named a bunch, Scott. <laughs> uh, who was the garbage man? Uh, that was Duke the Dumpster Drossy. All right, well, what about like a pig farming uh, hillbilly? Are you still doing this bit? <laughs> <laughs> I like that you asked, and I silently asked myself, am I? <laughs> What about a guy who carries around mannequin heads? Like, he's always looking for the right mannequin body for the mannequin head he gets. Mm hmm Or, um, what about a guy who's a jobber? <laughs> and then he... Uh, you said the same uh, guy twice. <laughs> um, God, what kind of career? A bookbinder? Like a really, oh. like a librarian kind of guy? But I guess that's he sort of... team up with the stenographer. Mm -hmm. They could make books together. In a way, I kind of think that's what Damien Sandow was at the beginning, wasn't he? Sure, a little bit. Like, a, he... he, he he read those books. What is Barrett? Is he a judge? I'd love to see a judge with like curly white hair wigs oh. and black robes like uh, oh, here comes Lanny the judge. Yeah, here comes the judge. You've been judged. Mm -hmm. Oh, ready to rumble. Oh, it's the king. <laughs> yeah, judge. King me, king me. David Arquette. Sometimes when he gets really amped up, that's what afraid. That's what I'm afraid I look like when I'm climaxing. Is David Arquette going? Yeah, yeah. Please tell your fiance. Could you check and see if I look like David Arquette yeah, I when I climax picture, inside of I'll you? I'll put a picture on the ceiling. But David Arquette, like sometimes when he gets really loud and worked up in movies, he looks like a screaming South Park character. He does. Yeah. But I enjoy that about him. 
I think I like that too. David Arquette, really? Uh, David Arquette. Has anybody done David Arquette in wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> he is someone that I would really want as a guest on this podcast someday. Tweet at him. Does he respond? I don't know. We could go to that. There's So there's like a freak show burlesque lingerie show in Hollywood we could go to. <laughs> Will he be there? Or are you just suggesting things we could go to? <laughs> well, we could just have Chinese food for lunch and hopefully he'll be there. Uh, speaking of which, Cuba Gooding Jr. Scott and I and Mark and Brett one time went to lunch and Cuba fucking Jr. was at the Chinese food restaurant we went to. At this shitty rundown Chinese food yeah, restaurant. Yeah, this is like a hole in the wall Chinese food. And it was like Cuba Gooding Jr. was either doing research for a movie or what. I don't know what. It was who look up and it was like there was literally six people in this restaurant and it was us and Cuba Gooding Jr. and another dude at his, at his table. Yeah. Oh, that was so weird. Wow, I just yelled Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> you did. Um, he'd be a great bookbinder. Yeah, great bookbinder. Wrestling memes. Good old friends wrestling memes. Wrestling memes said, Not sure why people were so excited with Vince on a podcast. You guys grill him on almost a weekly basis. Huh, this is true. Was there a question? No, that's well, really it. Does this tweet really have comment. a thousand stars yet? Uh, <laughs> Damn, you seem upset about that. No, because I hadn't thought about it until Wrestling Memes brought it up. We have Vince on the show all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I received word from the WWE earlier today that he was going to come on the podcast today. Oh, a follow-up to a follow-up, huh? Of him being on Stone Cold's? Yeah, I'm just assuming that the Stone Cold podcast was him responding to CM Punk. For... It, it could be. I don't know. I'm not really sure on this because I'm not Vince McMahon. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to ask him. All right. All right. Uh, Mr. McMahon, Mr. Mr. McMahon, hi, thank you for joining Hello. us. Hello! Hi, please, have, right. a, have a seat, thank right. you. Let me know when we start recording here. Uh, uh, All right. Uh, well, before we where start... Where are the cameras? Oh, it's a, it's a radio podcast. Fine. Uh, we record... No, 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 a podcast. Yes. A podcast. Yes, yes, we record and then we put it on That's the... right, network. we record and it's going live on the network. Yeah, well, this isn't going to be live on the network. No, I think it will be. Oh, well, I can't. I, it's, I'm talking about a podcast. Yeah, what is a podcast to you? A podcast is where we have a set. This is clearly not a set. This no. is a rundown basement. Yes. It smells, smells like shit in here. I'm sorry. It's, it's echoey. I'm sorry. It's weird. Yes. I don't like it. Yeah. But soon we need to go up to the studio where there's some laptops set up and some, some screens. Mm -hmm. You can see images of what we're talking about at the time. Okay. And then clearly you need to dress up more because you look like a... You look like a hobo. All oh, right. And uh, then we'll be uh, we'll be ready, and all the production will be there, and we'll be on camera talking. All right. Uh, I see. It's a, it's a podcast. I see a few. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> I see a few issues with what you're um, saying about what a podcast is. Before we then podcasts are fun. <laughs> Before we record. Um, I'm sorry. I before we start recording, maybe I'll just can I ask you a few pre questions before we go upstairs right. to record. All right. Fair now, enough. When, here we go. When you said it was fun, you were referring to who are you talking to, Raw? That uh, the um, the commentator Ray Renee Young. Renee Young. Now, uh, had you ever heard of what a podcast was when you said that it was going to be real fun to talk to Stone Cold like that? No. So you did not know what a podcast is? I did not know what a podcast is. I also had uh, one of my uh, PR people tell me that's what you guys are. And I said, my goodness, 
I should have been in there more often if that was such a big deal. Yeah, well, it's such a big deal. Podcast on the network. Well, we're very lucky that you're on our show so frequently. Oh, well, I guess it's my pleasure after all. I thought you guys were just rinky dink little morons. No, no, no. We are uh, rinky dink big morons, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just a few more questions before we go upstairs right. to start videotaping. Mm-hmm. Um, now. <laughs> it's gonna be fun! Now, uh,. I just want to see, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. now, Stone Cold asked you a couple of questions about CM Punk. Oh, um, yep, hold on, I'm getting some tweets. Here, I'm checking, block. Oh, yeah, I couldn't help but notice you, block. are you trying to avoid block. the question? We, now we're not recording. No, 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 I just, uh, some tweets coming in, this is very unpleasant. I'm oh, blocking okay. All of them. Um, now, huh? uh, do you feel, was CM Punk accurate in his depiction of the company and uh, the situation that he was in? And no, what wait, made wait, it wait, 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 what do you mean? Uh, wait, 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 what do you mean? I meant that CM Punk was... What did he say? Oh, I didn't he, listen. He, you did not listen. No, I didn't listen to that. Well, I believe he had a match, and he was sort of getting unhappy the way things were going. He was feeling unhealthy. He was feeling incredibly unhealthy, and he wanted to take it off. All right. Did that ring any bells to you? Uh, I recall him... Uh, this was right before WrestleMania. Yeah, I recall him wanting to leave, and I started to cry. Okay. Because that was going to cost me a lot of money. Was it? Yes, because he was going to bring in all that revenue, mm-hmm. and it was going to give him a small percentage of it, mm-hmm. and I knew, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to fuel my jet for the day. I knew that I wasn't going to get a new weird-looking tie, and I knew that I wasn't going to have lobster served to me out of Trish Stratus's butthole. That was going to be a rough day, and it was. I cried that day. Wow. That Mr. CM Punk left, and I couldn't get fresh lobster out of Trish Stratus' butthole. Now, Mr. McMahon, I should probably take this opportunity to say, um... I love lobster! Because <laughs> I do! I think a lot of people love lobster. You never had it that way, you never had lobster. <laughs> I suppose I've never... You gotta be careful, because sometimes lobster grabs. <laughs> um... I hope it was shelled. Uh, well, Mr. Man, it just seems like, are you doing a media blitz now in terms of... I love podcasts. You, you love I love podcasts. Podcasts, podcasts are great. They're the wave of the future. Okay. The wave of the future. And they are fun. <laughs> now, what do you enjoy about doing podcasts? I love being on camera. Okay. I love uh, high production. It's not something that you would record uh, in a little shanty basement uh, where just uh, two people struggling, trying to make ends meet. No, it's something that brings in money. Podcasts are, are structured and they're well thought out. And it's it's just a money-making machine. It's something that it just drives Drive so it's not about creativity. Okay, it's just about fueling uh, what, uh, what, the product, fueling the WWE. Well, that keeping brings, the machine alive. That brings up, and an if th- you can't stay a hold of the machine, then it'll crush you and spit you right out. All right, that brings up a very interesting point. Uh, Stone Cold mentioned in his podcast that there isn't any competition left in the wrestling world, and you responded that everything is your competition. That's now, right, because mm-hmm. you know, Mickey all- fucking mouse. Oh wow, Mickey fucking. Mouse. Well, so I hate that goddamn mouse. You don't think there's hate any him. sort of Disney uh, WWE collaboration in the future? Are you kidding me? We have to. We're not recording, right? We have to settle for goddamn Scooby Doo and Flintstones. We have to settle for the third rate. Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Somehow you got it with those Hanna. That, that's Hanna Barbera money, my friend. Yeah, that's not good money. Yeah. Did you buy a copy of what? 
of, of Scooby Doo in the WrestleMania mystery. Uh, was the rest was the mystery? Why isn't CM Punk headlining? Ah, <laughs> ah, very funny. Did you buy a copy? Then? No, I didn't. Exactly. No one buys Hanna Barbera or anything. It is terrible, terrible cartoons. They're not funny and they're not creative. I'm trying to get in on the Warner Brothers, uh, maybe the DC or the Marvel, mm-hmm. any of that good stuff, or Disney. But no, they won't have us. We gotta settle for Hanna Barbera. Well, have you ever thought about maybe doing a series of films where wrestlers portray themselves, and then you start your own shared universe in the yeah, same way? Leprechaun that Origins. No, we not, did that one. Not Leprechaun uh, Origins. Uh, Twelve rounds, two uh, more rounds. rounds in the chamber uh, with Randy Orton. Uh, uh, the Marine Three. Uh, you know what? Uh, maybe movies isn't the best way to go because I feel like you. There was a while there where you were deciding to do just action-packed, awesome movies, and then mm-hmm. they sort of went uh, this weird independent route, right? Wow, well, yeah, and we have to sell for Hannah Barbera. Oh, what are, you, back it up. what are you going to do, right? <laughs> um, well, gosh, Vince, I do you feel like the Stone Cold inter- uh, interview went well? Uh, of course it went well. I mean, we covered everything. Uh-huh. We covered, we covered uh, why, why CM Punk uh, left, and I, I just I, I want to, again, clarify. I'm very sorry that his severance papers were delivered to him on his wedding day. That is not it was not my intention at all. Uh-huh. I, everybody says, "Oh, you knew, you knew the machine knew what was going on," and I, I did know, but I didn't know what was happening on his wedding day because I wanted those severance papers to be delivered on his honeymoon. Oh, ah! oh Vince! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Here. Vince, you are the king. You are the king. Any exciting things coming up in the future for WWE? Yep. No CM Punk. Wow. Terrible. No Colt Cabana. Oh, come on. That's right. I'm picking my favorites. All Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, is he coming back? Sure to interview me on a podcast. Oh, wow. Big what? time podcasts. Uh, what? That's right. We're going to corner the podcast business and put all other podcasts out of business. All right. Well, you know what? Vince... Like Goldberg. He shouldn't be podcasting, Goldberg. Not a popular sentiment. A lot. Actually, honestly, I was at... Eight the... days of podcast, and then you go, what was the point of all that? Jewish! <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm working on bits for the podcast for when Stone Cold and I do it again. Yep. I'm going to be... Like, I tell you, I love ribs, so I'm going to I'm gonna light a menorah for each for each uh, Goldberg episode I listen to, and then I'm going to extinguish it at the end. Oh, because then you're never going to listen to it Never going to listen to it again. Oh, uh, okay. I got you. Well, Vince... Um, I suppose we should get you upstairs to record the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is this tie weird enough looking for you? Gosh, what is that? The <laughs> Egyptian flag? That's yep. sort of strange. Oh, with the watermelon design on the below part. Yeah, wow. The top part seems very uh, nationalistic for Egypt, and the bottom part is just a watermelon. Yeah, I've worn all other ties in the world, so now I'm just combining things. I guess that's what rich kids get their dads, huh, for Father's Day. That... Mm. Yep. Gotta bring up Shane, huh? I already talked about Shane. Well, honestly, do you miss him? Do you miss Shane? Do you miss your son? It's not a corporate question. Do you miss your son, Shane? Do I miss my son? Do I miss... Did you shun Shane? I shun Shane. Did you shun Shane? I shun Shane. Okay. It's hard. It's the holiday season. Yeah. And he's not around. I sense that there's a, this is a big issue for you. Uh, it's a big issue for me. Um. Do you... Did he you... loves Hanna-Barbera. Does he? He does. And did that's he... why I'm trying to... Bring him back. Mm-hmm. You were trying to woo him with Hanna Barbera cartoon. Mm-hmm. Wow! And I wouldn't have got. I would have got away with it if it wasn't for that lousy CM Punk oh, that... and his Jew friend, Cole Cabana. <laughs> wow, Vince, mm-hmm. 
look, this is really deep stuff. I had no idea. Um, did you like working with him? Was it nice having your son working? It was with great having my son. I'd sit on my lap and say, "Daddy, what's that?" And I'd say, "That's Andre the Giant." Wow. And then he'd say, "Daddy, what's that?" And I say, "That's Hulk Hogan." Mm-hmm. And he'd say, "Daddy, what's that?" And I say, "That's Trish Stratus's lobster crotch." Wow. Uh, you know what, Vince? I you I, want some lobster? <laughs> Would you like to join me for some lobster today? I'm in such a good mood. Oh, well, you've got a little Ziploc bag full of lobster right there. Yeah, sure do. What is that, mole on that? What is that? Has he got a mole on that? That is mole. That is from, uh, <laughs> that is from mole uh, holy. Uh, mole on lobster. Uh, mole holy. A mole holy. Yeah, that's from eating it out of the back of Molly Holly. <laughs> All right, Vince. Thank you very much for joining us. I'll be upstairs. All right. That was one of the strangest things I think that's ever occurred. I don't have the heart to tell Vince that he was on the podcast. I don't think I've outrightly lied so much to a guest in my life and made them think that that was off the air. I hope we can lie to more guests soon. You want to? Yeah, I do. Okay, let's do it. Let's get Chuck Palumbo on here and tell him, really love your stuff. Yeah, good stuff, buddy. <laughs> uh, gosh, that it is such a weird week in wrestling. It really is. As we were mentioning earlier, it's... The, the most spectacular stuff this week has been all off-camera ongoings. Yeah. It's so weird. And But it's we're watching wrestling with an eye to see how the outside world is affecting this such an interior small world of wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm watching now waiting for Vince or somebody to say something about CM Punk or reference something about CM Punk or something that CM Punk said, you know. There's always someone taboo in the world of WWE. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's Hogan, it's Warrior, it's there's always somebody that's on the shit list, mm-hmm. and it's now Punk, and it's always one of the biggest guys, and it's it's weird. There can never be a time when it's all fine and good and happy. It's weird. Like, <clears throat> how can you be in? Like, I guess when you're that big, there's always somebody who's gonna have their toes stepped on. Mm-hmm. And in this case, CM Punk stepped on WWE's toes, right? I mean, honestly, I do like that so much of the interview was always talking about, like, it's his side of the story, and, like, mm-hmm. these are my frustrations that have been mounting, but it never outright felt like he was, like, and he said it. He was never saying, fuck you. He was saying, this is the way things are. This yeah. is how frustrating I'm being is. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's, watch this stuff. Go watch events. Go listen to- You th- fuck me! <laughs> yeah, go, go check it all out, because it's- this is such a unique time because now it's like, is Sting going to be having these interviews? Is, are other guys going to be doing it? Is Triple H going to do another round of stuff where he's going to show up and talk about this stuff? Because mm-hmm. these are the hot topics now. Yeah. Um, clearly, we talked about it. Oh my gosh, an ear off. Uh, I'm sorry for whoever's ear fell off. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it's cool stuff. Please tweet us, Facebook us, let us know what you think about all this stuff. What, what are your thoughts on all this? Because this is a great dialogue that's going on right now, I mm-hmm. think. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narber. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait until the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us 
like the episode. Comment. Uh, comment during. You could. You should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. <laughs> no way. No Jason way. Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if there is still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the Orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos, ideas, videos, ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. <laughs> uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Oh. Nope, this would have been the time for him to come into this room. Where is he? You, I, you would know better than I would. <laughs> I don't know. Where is he? Oh, sorry, guys. Just, uh, just a brief moment. I'm here. I am. I am the WWE doctor.